Welcome to another episode of B-School, a living case study in aligned action. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, speaker, facilitator, and founder of Inner Workout. B-School is a personal development podcast for collective change. So join me in becoming a student of yourself and the world around you. Let's get studying. Hello, welcome back to B-School. As always, I'm so glad that you're here. Literally smiling into my microphone right now. You can't see me, but I promise I have the biggest smile on my face. If you're listening to this episode, the day that it comes out, there are just a few days left of the Kickstarter campaign for Instead, the card deck for Scrolling Less. As of recording, it is 196% funded. I record this a week in advance, so we'll see where it is by the time that you're listening to it. But if you've been meaning to do it, it ends at 12.30 CST on Thursday. So you're going to want to make sure that you grab your deck if you want to be the first to get it. Okay, into the show. So the day that this episode goes out, it is International Women's Day. It is Women's History Month. And I was just sitting here thinking about how I wanted to weave that into the podcast. And what felt most natural, most true to me and where I'm at was just to share a word with you all based on my metrics. Most people who listen and follow me are women or women identified. And if it's if that's not you, you can totally listen as an ally, but I'm I'm speaking to you, you women today. I just have three things, three things that I want you to know, three things that honestly I want myself to know and to remember. And I hope that this will just be an encouragement to you, not just today, not just throughout this month, but really something that you can carry with you today and, and beyond. The first thing that I want to share is that you are allowed to lead differently. Not even allowed, but the world needs you to lead differently. I remember when I was just getting into my career and thinking about what it meant to be a leader. Even if I saw women in leadership, it wasn't in the proportion that men were in leadership. And it felt like in order to be a leader, I needed to be loud. I needed to be more domineering. I had to lead in a really hierarchical way. I had to lead in a way that was not taking people's emotions into account. I thought I had to be all of these different things in order to lead in a successful way. And now that I am leading a company, it turns out that the things that make me me are also the things that allow me to be a really good leader. Maybe not in the way that I perceived leadership to be in in corporate or in other companies that I observed, but it's building the type of company and world that I want. Like my ability to be, I'm told, people who listen to this podcast tell me that my voice is calming, it's grounding. Like that is something that can lay a firm foundation when I'm leading and people can be like really present in the moment and feel really safe in the moment. And my ability to not separate emotions from business, not in the sense that we need to 
spill all of our feelings, but also understanding how we feel about things, we as in the people doing the work, and also how the people receiving the work feel, that matters. Like that's why people choose to buy things. That's why employees leave. That's why there are bad relationships between vendors and companies because people are feeling things. Communication is a two-way street and so much of it is not explicit. And if it's not spoken, that leaves so much room for people to make assumptions. And so my willingness to discuss, okay, how are we feeling or what would success look like or what's feeling like a hurdle right now ends up helping me lead the type of company that I want to lead. I want people to be tapped into their feelings. And even beyond that, like sometimes it's, hey, let's do a quick gut check and see how are we feeling about this partnership or this collaboration or this project and honoring that. I love looking at metrics, but I also love tapping into my gut feeling and having the people that I work with tap into that as well. I'm reminded as I remind you to lead differently of this quote, not by a woman, it's actually by Einstein, but it does apply, which is that our problems can't be solved at the same level of thinking we were at when we created them. I'll say that again. Our problems can't be solved at the same level of thinking we were at when we created them. So if we are realizing, okay, we're in this really patriarchal, white supremacist, so many phobics, society, we're not going to create a better world by staying at the same level. People who identify as women, we are not going to create a better world if we say, I have to act more like these men in leadership in order to be a leader. If we want to solve problems, we've got to get out of how we created those problems. And I really, really truly believe that women are uniquely qualified to do that. Second thing that I want you to know, second thing that I want me to know, this one is very like me preaching to myself, calling myself out right here, is that you deserve to receive. I want you, whoever is listening to know that you deserve to receive. Because of how our society is structured, it's often in a way where we need to be caretakers, even if you identify as a feminist, even if you've got an amazing job and are running a company or are doing whatever it is feels like success to you. There's often this, you do that and you have to care for your parents and your partner and be an exceptional friend. And it's a lot. It's a lot. Relationships should be reciprocal. And you doing everything for everyone else without asking anything return, it doesn't make you more worthy. It doesn't make you a hero. It just makes you someone who's on a path to burnout and on a path to total depletion. And like I said, as I say that, I am speaking to myself just yesterday. I was not feeling well. And... It was so bad that like I couldn't even reach over the side of the bed to like get the medicine that I needed. But once the medicine kicked in, I was like, oh, I should be doing all of these things. I said that I was going to iron this from, for someone. I should iron this. And my husband was like, just rest. <laughs> just rest and let me take care of you. Like, let me bring you up food. 
he ended up actually taking away my laptop. And I just sat in bed and I read and was really taken care of for the day. And honestly, it felt so uncomfortable for me because I still operate off of this narrative as much as I am working to unravel and unlearn that, that I am only valuable when I'm giving and I can never be in a place to receive. And I just so want for all of us to unlearn that, especially for other women to unlearn that. The last thing, a little bit of a zag from the last one, but I think this is important. I want you to know that your menstrual cycle is a gift. If you're a woman who has a menstrual cycle, it is a gift. I wish I would have known that sooner. And I still have people in my life who actively avoid anything related to their menstrual cycle. It's a burden to have to bleed. And there is so much knowledge that your body has. There are so many different shifts. And I've talked about this on the podcast um, before. I can link to that episode. And I can link to some books as well in the, the show notes. But What's happening to your body hormonally is so interesting and complex. And when I choose to work with my body, work with my hormones, work with my menstrual cycle, going back to that first one of leading differently, I do lead differently. When I am doing stuff, when I'm ovulating and excited and energized, it's so much better than when I'm in luteal phase and I'm feeling exhausted and grumpy and not as confident in the work that I'm doing. It's been so helpful for me to be able to see those things as cycles that I can work with instead of how can I completely avoid or ignore that this is happening and pretend that this isn't a part of me. So yeah, some three very different things that I want you to know. But I think it'd be so cool if women were more in touch with their menstrual cycle and if it was normalized to be in touch with it, to talk about it, to not have to, not even have to, but to not be conditioned that it was something to hide. Like I remember being a kid and having, um, at that time I used pads and wanting to hide them, being so afraid that someone would see that I was on my period. Because how awkward would that be? And it's like, why does that have to be awkward? It's just a normal physical process. And I want it to be normalized. And I want us, us, when I say us, I'm talking about women who bleed. I want us to be more in touch with it and feel okay working with it, adjusting our schedules to accommodate it because it's a gift. It really is. So those are my words to you on International Women's Day. That's my rant for you on International Women's Day. I hope that you not only feel celebrated in your womanhood, if you're listening to this, but I hope that you are celebrating the women in your life, that you're encouraging them to lead differently, that you're reminding them that they can receive, (laughs) that you're talking about periods together. Like International Women's Day isn't just about me celebrating you, individual listener. It's about us celebrating each other. And on that note, I will let you go. Enjoy the rest of this day. Enjoy the rest of this month, and I will be back in your earbuds next week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E L Y S E. And check out the resources on my website at TaylorElise.com. <laughs>